Freedom Podcast. Teen Financial Freedom is a personal finance blog run by teens who are on a mission to equip their peers with the knowledge, resources, and understanding they need to become financially free for the rest of their lives. What's up, guys? Uh, So a few days ago, we posted a part one of an episode about sleep. Originally, it was all together as one episode. Uh, we thought it would be like a 15 minute thing, but it turned, turned into a 40 minute episode. So we decided to go ahead and split it in two. So they're uh, easier to watch individually. Um, the first half talked a little bit about um, why sleep is so important. Highly recommend going to check that out if you haven't already. And then the second half of the episode here is going to talk a little bit more about actionable tips um, and different strategies that we that you can use for sleep. So with that, without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. And you'll probably be way better off going forward. Terry, I know we've, we've gone for a long time here. However, I want to leave the audience with some practical tips because I think we've definitely driven home the importance of sleep. What are some, some practical tips that you, you can start that helped you better your sleep? Kind of, I mean, that one week, I know you said that you, you were, you know, because of the challenge, you went to bed every night, um, at like 11 PM, but what have been some other tactics besides that, that led to sustainable, um, slow changes toward, you know, a better sleep schedule for you? Yeah, there's, there's a, been quite a few scattered throughout and I'm at the moment kind of using a compilation of them and also adding in some other little tricks to help myself get to bed on a more consistently. Because at, at this point, I know I can go to bed by 11 p.m. I can make it happen, but it's just a matter of making of doing it consistently to keep the success kind of stringed along um, day, day to day to where I see the benefits of, of it um, on a regular basis. So that's kind of where I'm at now. Uh, I'm still not perfect by any means, um, but I'm starting to recognize the importance of it. So as for tips and tricks, um, a few come to mind. One is I was talking to a professor about this and they were like, just melatonin, just take some melatonin. Um, it'll help you hit the hay, uh, quicker. You'll feel tired quicker. Um, and I've actually bought a little bottle of like five milligram melatonin tablets tablets. And I've tried that throughout the semester. Um, I will say if you use it in conjunction with proper with a proper night routine, it'll work super well. Um, you know, you'll start to feel pretty tired and you'll go out almost instantly, or at least I have, uh, in my experience, I've gone out really quick um, once my head hit the pillow. However, if you take it as a way to force yourself to go to bed and you still try to stay up and watch another YouTube video or play another game or do something on a screen, uh, it'll almost completely negate the effects. Um, cause in my, in my experience, I felt tired once or twice when I took one, I was still, still working on the computer. Um, but more often than not, like I can take one at 11 30 PM and find myself stamped at 4 AM. Like, well, that didn't work. So melatonin is a, I would say a great assistance. Um, but isn't a, don't pop a pill to try to solve your problem is what I'm saying. <laughs> so that's, <laughs> that's a, that's, that's one tip there. Um, Another would be to, and this is another one I'm sure you guys have all heard, screens will definitely affect how sleepy you are. Um, The earlier in the evening you can get off screens and do offline things, like say preparing a to-do list, 
if you have a paper calendar going through that and preparing your schedule for the next day, reading a book um, and all these other things are fantastic. I know most articles that talk about this emphasize you need to do it like you need to get off screen but like at least two hours before bed um, but I know and I'm sure most of you guys know that in reality um, as college students and high school students we all really struggle to do that because it's in the evenings we're usually playing with friends um, or we're doing a little bit of homework um, or we're on our phone preparing to do lists like there's so much of my life is digital it'd be very hard to do that so that's the ideal um, but don't hold yourself to that or don't feel like you can't do the ideal so don't try it at attempt it at all uh, maybe you set a goal for yourself to get off screens 45 minutes before bed it's not perfect um, but it's so much better than just hopping off your computer and immediately rolling over and going to bed um, those are so yeah so getting off screens at a at a decent time and prioritizing some type of offline activity to, to go to bed um, one thing i found for myself that has helped a lot is having some kind of a night routine to go through. Mm-hmm. My mind consists of some really simple things. It takes like a whole 10, 15 minutes. I'll, you know, obviously brush my teeth, you know, change in some sleep, sleeping clothes and maybe take a shower. Um, kind of do, do the basics there. And then I'll do some push-ups, which push-ups probably aren't ideal for the end of the night um, because they kind of wake you up. Um, but I'll just do a few and it's just kind of, um, part of the routine I have at the moment, but I'll, I'll do a few push-ups um, just to keep up with that habit, and then I'll read some. I'll usually read in bed and try to help my eyes kind of wind down, uh, and that's helped a lot. And all that to say, um, putting together some kind of night routine to where you, when you start doing one activity, it triggers the next and it triggers the next will eventually set in some kind of I don't know, automatic process in your brain to where the further you move along down that routine, the sleepier and sleepier you'll get. And you'll be mm. out almost instantly when you hit the head, when you put your head on the pillow. And so there's not any single one of these tips is going to work wonders for you. If you're struggling with sleep, just popping melatonin isn't going to solve your problem. There's a deeper fundamental issue you've got to address. Um, but multiple things in conjunction in tandem probably will work. Um, However, I didn't let, write a list down of everything, all my tips for sleep. So I'm going to, Jacob, do you have any tips personally from your experience for getting a good night's sure. sleep? Yeah, no, I like your three. So your, your top three, at least that you could think of, were melatonin, get off of screens as soon as you can, um, and then go through a night routine. Um, I actually haven't taken melatonin before might yeah. try it soon but screens definitely agree earlier you can get off the better um and then my my number one is definitely night routine i love that you mentioned that i was going to say that if you didn't um my night routine takes actually fairly long um anywhere from one to two hours mm-hmm. one's the minimum and then two is kind of if i decide to watch a few youtube videos to help wind down mm-hmm. um but the idea is that i could go from working up until let's say 11 o'clock then I could start my nightly routine um, and then be in bed by 12 at the earliest or uh, one at the latest and so you know it takes a while but it it essentially is taking me from the moment I stop working to the moment I can go to sleep um, and actually fall asleep and so it works me through several steps and I'm not going to go through it all but 
Um, a couple key ones is like one, go through and process all the messages that you have at like the very start of it. So if you have text messages you need to respond to, um, you know, other notifications, emails, whatever, you know, get that out of the way so that you don't have to like think about that. Um, then I move into kind of emptying my brain. I've talked about brain dumping before, but just like writing down as many things as you can. So I kind of, I like to work through the day uh, in my head and kind of be like, okay, this is where I started. You know, how did just like do like a mental um, rerun or like run through of the day. And so you kind of remember everything that you did. Remember, you know, any, anything that anything that you might may have forgot, like, oh, I was in this class and the professor said, oh, I had to take, or I have to do this homework assignment. You'll remember those things as you run through the day. So that'll help you kind of like get everything out of your brain. Um, and then I kind of go update my productivity systems, like my calendar, my GTD list, um, or my to-do list for those that aren't familiar. Um, but, you know, run through those things, kind of have them updated. And then I kind of go into a time of like reflection. And so I will go update like my habit tracker and kind of think about how the day went. Um, I will do like a, a journaling thing. I'm trying to get into the habit of journaling. And I've actually been very consistent for the last few months. Um, but that'll also help me kind of process the day. And then I like to give myself like anywhere from five to 10 minutes to just do nothing and think. And that'll kind of help me catch anything else, anything else that I might've missed from the day, um, reflect on, you know, something that I haven't had time to think about. Um, and so I just call that mind wandering, just like letting my mind wander. Um, sometimes I'll just like get up and walk around my room. So I'm not like sitting down and falling asleep while I'm doing it. Um, but I do that for a few minutes and then I kind of move into the final steps of, you know, the, you know, whole brush your teeth. And then I'd like to read a book too. Sometimes I'll watch YouTube videos kind of towards the end of my nightly routine, which goes against the get off of screens. But I also find that that's kind of my only time in the day to get to do that. Um, and that it usually makes me sleepy anyway. So that's kind of my, my nightly routine. Um, only other tip I would share would be in the morning to wake up. I know this is kind of common advice, but I don't think a lot of people do it. Set your alarm on the other side of the room, if possible. Yes. I know that oh, Terry. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. Yeah. I know Terry has some limitations because he has a roommate and doesn't want to set his alarm on the other side of the room because that would probably be the other guy's side of the room. And then it would probably wake him up before it woke Terry up. Um, but in my case, I set my alarm clock now on the far side of my desk. And so I have to actually get out of bed now, um, which is the worst. I absolutely hate it in the morning, um, but I have to go turn it off. And then the key is once you turn it off, don't let yourself get back in bed. Yes. Um, what I do is I sit in my desk chair and I will just sit there for as long as I need. I don't care if it takes me an hour to wake up, but I'm sitting there. I know I can't really fall back asleep, asleep if I'm in my desk chair. Um, it usually takes me about five minutes to like wake myself up. And then I'm good to go. Um, but don't let yourself get back into your bed or you're just going to fall back asleep and sleep for who knows how long. Um, so that's kind of the key to the morning and getting you know, your morning routine started. We won't get into morning routines, um, but that's just like the one key for waking up early in the morning. So there's my final tips. Terry, anything else you want to add before we wrap this up? Yeah, the the alarm clock thing is huge. I'll throw that out there for the for those of you who are struggling with sleep 
and are in college or high school um, and have classes like morning classes. Uh, that's been one of my biggest tricks to getting myself to class early in the morning when I'm like super sleep deprived is I set an alarm. I mean, I bunked my bed. So I set an alarm, my phone um, down like far enough away from my bunk bed to where I have to physically get out of my bed to get down on the floor and reach it. Um, but also close enough to where it won't it'll wake me up before it rings wakes my roommate up hopefully he hasn't mentioned anything so <laughs> hopefully it's not annoying him um but then no, that's that's been a huge tip one thing i'll mention last thing i'll wrap up here with is i was i opened the book the motivation myth and i've talked about this plenty before there was a line here or a little paragraph that really stuck out to me as i opened this and was thinking about the sleep sleep issues and sleep as a habit here it is by jeff hayden in the book the motivation myth this is on page two i was in the grip of an insidious myth i thought motivation was a prerequisite to starting a tedious learning process a spark necessary to get me going but motivation is really a result motivation is the fire that starts burning after you mainly painfully coax it into existence and it feeds on the satisfaction of seeing yourself make progress the problem with waiting for motivation to strike is that it almost never comes with enough voltage to actually get you started a lightning bolt burst of motivation is like a sugar rush it feels great but it's impossible to maintain and when you come down you actually feel worse i'm going to just pause there because that's obviously page two of the book and we can get into way more about what he's talking about there and his actionable steps Highly recommend picking up the book if you guys haven't. Um, but he's essentially mentioning what my last kind of tip is, and it and it had a, like it served as like an aha moment for me. Of I've almost been approaching this as waiting for motivation to strike me to go to bed. And some nights I certainly have had that motivation. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go to bed early tonight. Most 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 nights I don't. And during that one week when I had like almost a perfect week of sleep because Jacob challenged me. I was building off the previous nights really easily because it felt great. Um, and of course I had the one mishap and that kind of ruined everything. But all that to say, my goal um, going forward for this following month and these following weeks um, after Thanksgiving break is I'm going to try rather than ask, like telling myself to stick to a sleep, sleep um, bedtime, um, like a certain time to go to bed indefinitely. I'm going to pick one or two days of the week uh, to have a perfect night routine on. So maybe it's like a Tuesday and a Thursday. That every Tuesday and Thursday of the week, no matter what happens, I'm going to get perfect sleep. Uh, I'm going to go to bed by 11 p.m. I'm going to execute my night routine and all this stuff. I'm going to make it just super small and actual. You might kind of scoff at that. Uh, maybe it's, and th this is just a idea. Like I'm, I've still got to test it. The thing I've, one thing I've learned in life is that you want to fail and fail and fa or try, try and try. I don't know. I mix my analogies and words up. I'm probably should just wrap this up. All, the, all that to say, what I'm saying is embrace failure. Like, you know, it's okay to fail. And um, if this fails, so what? I'll have learned from it. But if it doesn't, then whoop, figure it out something. Um, and kind of building that experience. But I'm going to try just making it really small and actionable for myself um, so that when that night comes around, I know I'm going to do it and it's only one day of the week 
because I can I can do one day of the week. Like if I do the one day of the week and waste all the others, hey, that one week was success. I got that day done. And then the next next week I can problem solve about how to make it two two days and then three days. And by the time it's three days, I'll probably have the motivation to make it four days because mm-hmm. I'm seeing the results of the first mm-hmm. three days. I don't. This is just an idea that came to me, kind of uh, in the last hour, and I'm pondering on trying for myself. So I'll let you guys know how it goes. But that is where I shall wrap up my little bit. Yeah, I like and, that. Um, yeah, it's it's like a paradox almost, where the motivation comes after you've kind of got yes. started and after you've seen the results. Um, which is probably the whole idea behind the motivation myth. So I definitely need to read that book. I'm sure you guys probably want to as well. Um, But yeah, we're going to go ahead and wrap this episode up here. If you guys enjoyed it, um, you know, let us know. And hopefully, you know, you had some actionable, actionable tips in there uh, towards the end. And hopefully now, you know, you, you recognize the importance of sleep and, you know, you, you see exactly why you need to prioritize this and why it's so important. And, you know, hopefully have some, some ways on which you can improve your sleep schedule going forward. Thank you for listening to the Teen Financial Freedom Podcast. We would greatly appreciate it if you could subscribe, leave a review, and share this with someone who needs it.